Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include adult language and mature themes. Beyond vast deserts and towering cities of steel and steam, forgotten groves and dark forests lay hidden in plain sight. The world holds its breath as each piece is set for the game to conclude. With each step I take, I feel the strength of all those who came before me, running with me, guiding me. With each step they take, the cracks grow wider and the fractures deepen within her heart. With each step I take, I feel myself on the other side of a mirror and reality slips further from my grasp. I hear the wilds and feel who I am meant to become. I hear the wilds and change is balanced on the tip of a blade. I hear the wilds and know it is only a matter of time. This is the Feywild West. These are the spaces beyond the door. Let's be legendary. Calden left after disclosing the interesting information of you are fucked. I mean, I kind of already knew that, but I kind of I wanted to know just just how badly. Yeah, they also imparted some interesting information about some lore they had found. Fey forged iron sword. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Oh, right, right. Nobody knows where it is. It used to be in the possession of Lord Longfellow. Right, and we but didn't we didn't find, find it. it. Nope. We thought maybe it was a crystal one, but... Nope. The crystal one, while interesting, was not the... It was not Ion. No. So has Talden already left? Yes, they, yeah, they, they left. They Did left you already. hear all this? Yeah, I was in the room for it. Mm-hmm. Or nearby, at least. Yeah. And I look at you like... Great. Yeah. You think he's going to come after some of the kids? Does he even know about them? You might know about Adrian, at least. And we haven't been keeping Jareth too much of a secret. It wouldn't take much for him to get a hold of the information. I think we need to speak with some. Yeah, I think you're right. It would be more concerned about Jareth and Adrian. Well, Adrian has first-hand experience with this kind of thing, but Jareth, not so much. <sighs> Oh, gods. Here, you want your boyfriend back? Just do this one thing. Oh, fuck. Alright. Well, we gotta tell him. Yes. We're gonna tell him the whole truth, right? Of course. Okay. Jareth, Adrian, can you come in here for a second, please? You're both in trouble. No, you're not. 
<laughs> they both come down. Mom, what what's going on? Um, can you two sit down? We need to talk to you. They look at each other, but both come and sit down. And I look at Celine. I look at you. I motion to the kids. And I'm also motion to the kids. Are you gonna tell them? Yes, that's why we are here. Okay. Tell us what? I motion to the kids again. <sighs> okay. So, we need to warn you two. Your mom and I have been dealing with someone for... Several months. Several months. And now we're in a position where we need to make sure that he doesn't try for you two. Because he might. And he won't attack. That's not his MO. He'll... Deceive. He'll lie. He'll offer you things. Things that you want in exchange for something that you'll do for him. And we just need to make sure that you guys both know not to trust him. Is this the the man in the Feywild? Who's asking this? Jareth. Yes. How do you know about him? I've heard you and Mom talking, and Talden leaves their notes on the desk sometimes. Oh, you little snoop. But I say that with affection. Yes, it's the man in the Feywilds. He is a fey. A very powerful fey. And he's very dangerous. We don't know if he'll try anything, and we don't know if he'll come after you two, or if he even knows about you two. But just in case, since we can't keep eyes on both of you 24-7. While Talia's talking, I'm taking my cows out. The star inverted. What does that usually mean? Lack of faith. Adrian speaks up. The man with the golden eyes. You seen him? Somebody looks panicked. Mm, nods. Where? Just kind of punches down and sh- like huddles in. In, in the mirrors. In the in the windows. Look at Talia. He definitely knows they're here. I think we can assume that. So you know what he looks like? Not. That is good. But we cannot operate under the assumption that he will always take that form. We must assume that he can change shape. True. But just in case, neither of you take anything that sounds like a deal. Like, you do something for me, I do something for you. And if someone offers you something like that, you say nothing to them, you do not react, you come and find one of us. Okay. What if I'm at school? You find Talden. Okay. Or Ernest. If they're around. Whatever you do, you find a way to get away from him, and you find someone that you trust to find us. Okay. And even if on accident you start to make a deal with someone, if they've got a snake tattoo on their arm, that's a clear indication. Actually, I have a blank wall, right? Somewhere near me. Yeah. Um, can I use minor illusion to make the to make the image of the broker? Mm-hmm. Okay, I do that. That's what he normally looks like. Okay. Is that who you see in the windows, Adrian? 
She nods. And glare at the image, just like, sure. I flip yeah. it off. <laughs> yeah, I flip I... it off too. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. Well, but I sure. meant it that way. There you go. Take out the aggression on them. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if he sees me. I just see him. Is he watching? What is he doing when you see him in the mirrors? Walking. Talking to people. In the Feywild, or...? Shrugs. Sometimes. Hmm. Well, just in case. He offers deals. For something that you really want. But the deals are always... Tricks. Deception. Slanted for him. And we're not trying to scare you guys. There's a chance he might not even go after either of you, but... It's okay, Mom. I... I'll be careful. Alright. We're good at protecting you guys against people. Not magical creatures, I guess. Monsters. I give Selena a look. I see you looking at me and I do not look at you. Anyway. We just want you guys to be careful. And and if we're going to do this as a family, then everybody needs to be on the same page. Okay. Alright, get back to bed. Okay. And I wait till I hear them get into bed. Mm-hmm. Zeline, can I talk to you outside, please? I kind of look at why. Because we need to have a conversation. And I don't want to do it in the house. And look at you quizzically. Please. I'm following you. Our driveway thing. <laughs> that's not that. It's not directly next to the house, no. Cool. We go to our the driveway, end. our garage, our garage, our whatever. Two car garage. By, by the stables. Two, yeah. horse, two horse garage. We go out north towards the stables uh, to the area that the horses can run around in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just lean against the paddock. Yes, I just kind of stand across from you. Waiting for you to say something. Do you think it's productive to keep referring to Faye as monsters? Isn't that a little hypocritical considering you are a Faye? The children need to know what they are up against. Which I told them. And need I remind you, you didn't actually explain why he's a threat. Does it matter? I just, you just keep making these weird generalizations about Faye and you don't even know anything about them. I know enough about them, and so do you. I know some things about them. Some are dangerous, some are weird, some are... They are all dangerous. I suppose they're all dangerous the same way people are all dangerous. But Selene, you, you are a fae. You can't keep making blanket statements like that. Especially about yourself. Perhaps I thought that it would be better if there was no ambiguity in what we told the children. I'm fine with no ambiguity as far as the danger is concerned. So what would the point have been? Oh yes, fair are dangerous, but not all fair. 
It's not what I'm talking about. It's your perception. Do you even know what a night phase? Like, really know what a night phase? There's a line of phase of time. And? And what is? And? And what? Exactly my point. You don't know anything about what you are. I know enough. You know enough to exploit it when it's convenient. Excuse you? Uh, no, I'm fine. I just glare at you. You either use it to get your way, or you completely denounce it. As if you're trying to separate yourself from it. That can't be healthy in the long run. It doesn't matter. Why doesn't it matter? It doesn't matter. Why? I know everything I need to know about Faye. All you know is generalizations. Do I need to know more? I think you need to understand more. At least about yourself. I understand enough. Do you? Yes. Yes, I do. Then why do you keep running from it? I'm... I'm not running from it. I'm facing it. By ignoring huge chunks of it? I'm not ignoring it. You don't understand it! I don't need to understand it! Why don't you need to understand it? I understand enough of what it is. What does that mean? There is nothing more to understand other than to know that Faye are monstrous, evil creatures. You can make that assumption based on the few that we've met. You don't understand. You're right, I don't. Explain it to me. I adjust Evan. It's not good enough for you. You're not explaining. You're just talking in circles. Why don't you want to learn more about your face? I, I don't need to. What does that mean? You don't understand. What more is there to understand? Everything! You don't know anything about your face side. First thing lichens learn when they're born. We have to learn about ourselves. They are not lichens. It's better than ignorance. Why does it matter to you? You've just been distant, I guess. Every time something comes up about your face side, you just you get lost in your own little world and then you come out of it wanting to separate yourself from it completely. I just, I think that you might be able to find some help here. Is that all you wanted to say? If you can't talk to me, at least talk to someone. There's nothing to say. If there was nothing to say, then you wouldn't be running. I have not run from anything. I am right here. You know what I mean. I have not been running from it, Talia. I have been fighting it. You know that. What on earth are you fighting? Myself! What does that even mean? I've been fighting myself, everything that I am, everything that I feel like. Why, though? I have already told you. No, you haven't. Spell it out for me. Plain and simple. Don't talk around I it. don't want to be a fae. Fae, are you happy? Why? I've already told you. I kind of like walk forward and try and... She backs away. 
Why don't you want to be a fae? Have you not seen what they do? I've seen what a few of them do. That doesn't mean all fae are like that. Is that what you think? Is that all fae are gonna like that? We met, didn't we meet one that wasn't like that? We met one who was kind to us. But that does not mean that... Who knows what she has done, what she does. And that was not something that she wants from someone. What did she want from us? To speak with us. For what reason? It doesn't matter. It does matter. You make general statements like this, you gotta have something to back it up. I do have something to back it up. Like what? You wouldn't understand. Try me. You could not understand because you are not one of them. Explain it to me then. She just shakes her head. Still can't trust me, can you? What do you mean by that? Of course I trust you. Then tell me. Tell you what, how every day I have to fight what I am? How every day, every moment I am fighting back this madness inside me? What madness? And if you knew. If I knew what? If you knew. If you knew what it was really like. I make another try to take your shoulders. She kind of pulls away, but not much. <laughs> I just hold on a little harder. Tell me. Please, Celine. I can't understand if you don't tell me. Maybe it's better that way. No, it's not. We're in this together, right? And she's just, she's got her eyes closed. She's looking away from you. If you trust me, then tell me. Maybe I could help. I can't. Why can't you tell me? Because I can't lose you. And if you knew... Honey, nothing you could say would make me leave. Nothing. It's not what I could say. It is what I might do. What might you do? She kind of, she opens her eyes a little bit, but still won't look at you. Do you remember after we brought Victoria Crush into our pike? We interrogated that Venasi. I do. Do you remember how he died? Yeah, I remember. Do you know what I remember from that? Tell me. When I think back on that moment, I remember the feeling of elation, of exhilaration, of knowing that this man was going to die in pain and fear, and knowing that I was going to be the cause of it. Knowing that his last moments would be utter agony. And that is how he would leave this world. At my mercy, and I would show him none. 
and I remember the skull when he finally died. And then I turned around and I looked at you. And she turns and looks at you. And the look on your face. Yeah, I was pretty shocked. I didn't know you could use that spell that way. It wasn't just shock, Talia, it was. It was horror, it was disgust. Talia gets a very confused look on her face. Silly looks away again. Well, I was definitely surprised, and. you know. it was a little on the, uh. gruesome side, but. I wasn't disgusted necessarily. I've seen worse. Just not anything in that magical sense. And it was not necessarily something I think we should have repeated. But he had to die somehow. And it's better that it didn't look like we, with a blade or a bullet. That's not what I mean. What do you mean then, darling? You looked at me like I was a monster. <laughs> no, I didn't, Celine. You looked at me like I was a monster. And in that moment, I knew that I was. Celine, I didn't look at you like you were a monster. That thought never even crossed my mind. Then how come every time... Every time there is something to do with Faye that you respond like it is a threat? What are you talking about? I don't. In, in Victoria Gresham's yard. In our tree. When we encountered those unknown monsters with glowing red eyes? Yeah. I'm not gonna start a fight with something I don't know what I'm hitting in the first place. And what about the mirror? In our bedroom? You pulled me away from it and smashed it. Like you wanted to keep me away from it. Honey, you were... You looked like you were in a trance, like you didn't even know where you were. I didn't know if you were creating the mirror or something else was trying to pull you in. And every time I go to the Feywild, you tell me I must not. Because you go in alone. You've got dreams that are trying to show you the way to something, but you going into the Feywilds all by yourself? It scares me. It should. Yeah, because it's dangerous in there. But it's dangerous out here. The only difference is I know what's out here. And need I remind you, we have gone into the Feywilds. I've asked you to open doors. I went in by myself. I'm also the one that originally told you that you and the broker should probably be friends. You know, back when I was stupid. Honey, I'm not worried about you becoming more fae if that's what you're worried about. I'm worried that you don't understand it and you're going in unprepared. That's what I'm worried about. Is that what you think? That I'm scared of you becoming a fae? Or is it something more? You don't understand, Talia. I'm trying to. There is a darkness inside me. A madness that I have been fighting, and if you... That made you kill the gnome that way? She doesn't say anything, but you can kind of tell that, like, yeah. <laughs> Honey, I already knew that. 
You think you do, but you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. There's no way you could. Celine, from the day that I've met you, you have had one a hell of a mean streak. The day that you met me, things were very different. Not really. We just have more information now. No, it... Celine, I could find all sorts of places where that mean streak of yours has come out. And that was before we even knew that you were Fae. Do you think that darkness is news to me? What are you saying? I'm saying I already knew you were an asshole. There is a wide difference between merely being an asshole and being... Being what? Evil? Celine, like I said, I've known about that for a long time. There's no way that you could. Maybe you think you do, but if you really did, you... I what? I'd stop being in love with you? I'd leave you? You would look at me like you looked at me in Elbeck. Surprised? Disgusted. Celine, I wasn't disgusted. I was a little unsettled, but... <laughs> Magic and I have a complicated relationship. You were the first one I met that really had any sort of real magic. So I'm still getting used to some of these things. But I wasn't disgusted. And I didn't see you any different. You just let your mean side come out. It's been there since day one. Everything has changed since then. Not so much. She shakes her head. I mean, we have a lot more things we're doing and a lot more friends and a few more enemies. A lot more responsibilities. I wish I could go back. Go back to what? To before. To day one. Before all of this. Before. I think Terry tries to hug her. She lets you. I don't want to be like this. And I don't know how to stop it. I don't know how much longer I can fight. I don't know how much longer it will be until the madness takes me. So don't fight it. Learn about it. I can't. I I have to fight it. Why, Celine? If fighting it hasn't worked, then all you have left to do is to understand it. She keeps looking like she wants to say something, but can't find the words. Wouldn't it be worth to at least try? And what happens when I finally give in to the madness? Well, from what you've described, you did that the day you were born. I'm so tired of fighting it. Then stop fighting it, Celine. Understand it. Learn about it. What do you lose by understanding it? I don't know. But there is far too much for me to lose. 
Like what? Myself. Yourself? I'm afraid, Talia. And I have been for a long time. What happens when I learn about it? When I learn more about what I am and it turns out it is so much worse than I ever thought it was. I don't think that's possible. What do you mean? Because no matter what, you're still you. I don't even know who I am anymore. I used to think I did, but maybe I never have. I could tell you who you are. You are Celine Argent Grey. Currently the only cleric of the Undertaker who follows the road and wanders the highways. You are a healer that is capable of unfathomable compassion, but you also have one hell of a mean streak that can be very deadly. You've got a quick wit, an eye for mischief, indulge in far too much hot sauce in my opinion, and drink absolutely disgusting coffee. You're the mother of two beautiful children. Any other woman that I'm in love with. That's who you are, Celine. Those things don't change. No matter where you come from, that's what you hold on to. And even if you learn some things that you don't like, those are the things that are always going to stay constant. I don't know if I can do this. You can. I know you can. Look at me. I take your cheeks in my hands and I kind of make you look at me. And she does. You are the strongest, bravest woman that I have ever met. Don't shake your head at me. I'm telling you the truth. You can make it out of anything. And I'll be by your side the whole way. But you can't keep running from it. It'll catch up with you one day. so tired of running from it. And stop. We ended up in a place where they know about Faye. They might be able to tell you. Might be able to help. And what if it turns out? What if all I am is a beautiful monster? Then we'll be beautiful monsters together. She just breaks down crying. Aww. I hug her. Celine just sinks to her knees. Tell you goes with you. And she just cries. And she's just shaking and crying. Tell you holds her through the whole thing. And she's holding on to you really tight. Tell you just stays there as long as she needs her to. After you've kind of calmed down. Tomorrow, go find Scote. She might know who you can talk to. Sigh. <sighs>
And Celine kind of squeezes her eyes shut, like, this is really odd. Uh. I know. She just nods. Like, words are too hard. You wanna try and get some sleep? <laughs> she nods again. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Wild West, presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us a lot, and we'll read your reviews on the podcast. We're all over social media, and you can find links on our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. We also have a list of links in our show notes. Our Discord server is a pretty active place these days, so please stop by and say hello. You can find a link to that, too, in the show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public, plus you'll get exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DM and player's notes, deleted scenes, bloopers, and more. You'll also get access to Bonus Round, a limited exclusive series run by our patrons. We have a lot planned this year, so we hope you'll join us. Talia Argent Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent Gray is played by Megzi Sass Council. And our dungeon master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit S. Barr, and the tarot guide used in the game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.